Good morning and welcome to the Coffee and Cap Rates podcast, your go-to source for New York City's latest commercial real estate insights. This program is brought to you by Ariel Property Advisors. Hi, everybody. I'm Shimon Shkuri with Coffee and Cap Rates and Ariel Property Advisors. And today I have one of my colleagues, our senior director at our Capital Services Division, Matthew Swordlow. Matt, how you doing? Hey, Shimon. Doing well. Doing well. Really happy to be back. Excellent. Thank you. And a lot of things happened this week, especially when it comes to interest rates, environment, et cetera. What happened? What do you see moving forward? Yesterday, the Federal Reserve increased their federal funds rate by another 75 basis points. That's 0.75%. I think this was widely expected. There are a couple other new pieces of information that they added to the mix. They also said on top of the increase that they are extending their guidance on where they want the Fed funds rate to be at the end of this year and at the end of 2023. This is new information. I think for commercial real estate borrowers, it's very important to understand that this might be a trend that we have to live and work with for a longer period of time than we initially thought and hoped. We haven't really seen the inflation numbers adjust with the rate hikes that we've done to date. And so expect this to be something that will be part of our future in the next coming 12 to 18 months. So let's take this information and get it a little bit more insightful because you see a lot of things that others don't. And I'm very curious to really hear about it. So the Fed is fighting inflation. Interest rates are rising. They're rising across the board. The 10-year, the five-year treasuries are up. It's clear. Everybody knows it. What are lenders doing? How do they react to the situation? What do you think we're going to see in the near term? a really interesting phenomenon. You know, think of lenders, decision-making committees, everyone's like a philosopher and they all come with different opinions and takes on the economy when things are going to get better or things going to get worse. We have seen some banks curtail their underwriting criteria to become a little bit less aggressive. This means increasing their rates beyond what the treasury increases by every single day. It means lowering their leverage, increasing their DSCRs, limiting the amount of cash out that you might see on a refinance. Now, this is happening, but it's not a broad brush. We can't say it for the entire lending community, which is positive for borrowers, because even as those banks that a borrower may have really trusted and banked with for the better part of this last cycle, a pivot might be necessary to save the business plan or just to get the kind of leverage that you expected on a deal that you went into contract for a month ago. These things are changing right. fast. And so being able to pivot and essentially working with a broker who knows where the most aggressive lending is, is paramount. That's right. And again, insightful, right? So when we advise clients today, knowing what you know, knowing the insights you know about the different lenders, How do you go about it? What do you really do to differentiate that borrower so they get the best fit for what they need in terms of a mortgage to their commercial mortgage? And it's very extreme, so to speak, interest rate lending environment today. You know, I'll tell you one thing that we haven't changed what we've been doing is you got to keep listening to your borrowers. You got to understand their sensitivities. You got to understand what are the order of those sensitivities, because that's how you really procure the best financing package for them, their investors in any one deal. Largely, the big recommendation that we're pushing is prioritizing lenders that have early rate lock periods. I'm not talking about a lender that just says, you know, we'll do our best to hold the rate during the 60 day underwriting period. I mean, lenders that formally hedge, buy a hedge against interest rate movement. It might cost the borrower some money up front, maybe 1% of the loan amount to do this. But 
I can tell you this over the course of the year, I've been batting a thousand on that recommendation. There's not one borrower where we've closed with where I wasn't wrong about when we should rate lock. And I, I've been really saving some clients some serious money and I intend to keep that consistent going into the future. That's fantastic. And I know that you guys are also working now with a bridge lender on a fixed rate, which is really rare. So the goal is to find as many lenders as possible and make sure that you run a real process, uncover the market, and see if you can get an outlier lender based on exactly what you said, Matt, which is the needs of that specific borrower. Well, thank you so much. That was super insightful and very quick. And if you have anything else for us, I'm hearing it. If not, we're going to wrap it up here. I think the one takeaway is the lending market is still robust. It's not a small market. Even though lenders are bringing in some of their terms like leverage rate, things like that, there's still a vast amount of capital, different flavors of capital, different kinds of lenders. New lenders are still coming into the market. These are non-bank lenders offering permanent loan products with interest only, non-recourse, some of the bells and whistles that borrowers really seek. So we haven't seen the quantity of lenders really decrease. And I I think that's one of the most optimistic points that we can really rely on. And hopefully that remains consistent for the rest of the year. That's great. Thank you so much, Matt. And thank you, everybody, for listening. This is Kofi and Capri, Shimon Shkuri, Matt Swordlow, our real property advisors. Thank you. Thank you.